Welcome to the Do Life Better podcast with our hosts, Dave Jorner and Jared Press, who through Project Hatch, dedicate their life's work to enabling and empowering young people around Australia to do life even better. Whatever you're wanting to create for your life, this podcast will give you the tips, messages and inspiration you need to make it happen. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Do Life Better podcast, and we're so glad you're joining us again today, and we hope, of course, that you, you are creating a great day for yourself. Now, today, we have a very special guest with us, uh, Dr. John Belletta, and he's going to become our resident psychologist here at the Do Life Better podcast. Um, hey, hold it. I, uh, that wasn't part of my contract. <laughs> it is now, John. Can you just sign on the dot line here, please? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> so um, the idea is that John will be able to give a little bit more depth, a little bit more reasoning, uh, greater insights, I suppose, into some of the topics that we've been asked to talk about um, on the Do Life Better podcast. So, John, thank you very much for joining us today. Great stuff. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's a, it's a pleasure and a privilege to be speaking out to uh, you know the great fan base that you have not only uh, nationally but also internationally so hopefully I'm up for the task and um, oh, I'm sure and you are. well done on this uh, on this initiative awesome thank you John thank you now with Christmas coming up for us uh, there's going to be a lot of those family gatherings yeah and I love that time of catching up with the family particularly with my two young boys and when they get to see because they always ask are all the cousins coming the Sydney cousins coming or the cousins from here coming and they get really surprised when the answer is yes all the cousins are going to be there and and they always have such a fun time but for us sometimes it's a little bit too much fun yeah yeah for the I kids mean, man there's a lot to juggle around. there's a lot to juggle when you've got uh, extended family oh yeah it adds a wonderful richness to your life but also will add some stressors there as well, some challenges that need to be solved. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and for me too, it's really nice to have all the family come around, all the friends come around and so on. And I remember one time somebody said that every family has a goose. Every sounds, family has the... <laughs> that sounds scary. Yep, every family has that person who's hard to get along with, right? And if you can't find that person, if you can't pick who that person is, then that's you. Apparently. And every now and then I'm kind of thinking, I wonder who the goose is here. Maybe it's actually me. Maybe it's me. But, John, what did you say? Like, that's pretty true, yeah? Sometimes, yeah. even though we're, we really look forward to catching up with our friends and family for these special occasions, yep. sometimes there's going to be a couple of people who we know it's going to be a little bit difficult to catch up with, yeah? Yeah. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because, you know, we can look at um, – we can look at uh, – people and, and relationships and we can think, wow, that person over there is really low maintenance or, you yeah. know, that person over there seems like they really go with the flow and, yep. you know, and, and we can have those sort of fantasies of, uh, of, about other people. But look, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I think that, um, I think that everybody's high maintenance in a way up Everybody. close. Up close, even I think you, they are. Even you, John. Sadly, um, <laughs> and I hope you're not going to talk to my wife about this one. But you know, <laughs> I will afterwards. Don't you worry. <laughs> but I, you know, I really do think you know when we spend quantity time with people, mm-hmm. quantity time. You know, I think it's inevitable that differences will arise. Mm. You know, even if we have similar values or mm. similar background or um, re- religious beliefs or upbringing or whatever, I think there's enough differences. That, you know, you spend that time or, like you said, whether it's Christmas time mm-hmm. or a graduation ceremony mm-hmm. or a birthday party or, a you know, something like that where there's a bit of a celebration or, um, you know, there's expectations of um, 
or people we haven't seen for a while coming in. I think that that high maintenance bit can come in and uh, I think you and I both have a potential um, mm. to be those high maintenance people. Hopefully we're not the goose. Uh, but it's, <laughs> Hopefully um, our friends and family will tell us soon. But, yeah. but you, know, I, you know, I think there is... I think there is nothing harder in a way than relationships. I think, you know, sometimes oh, I think yeah. that I think that quantum physics is probably easier than than good quality <laughs> relationships. And as we know, um, you know, from biology, when we connect with other people, we live healthier lives mm-hmm. and longer lives. Yep. There is this biological imperative to okay. connect with okay. other people. Um, it certainly does contribute to our well-being. We absolutely know that. However, the clunky bits, as I often call them, mm-hmm. or in families we call them foibles. How's that foibles. for a, how's that for right. a nice word um, to sort of you know sanitise things? But you know we all have little bits where we are a little bit high maintenance. And how do we get to that point where we accept those foibles in other people, just mm-hmm. as we have an expectation that they will accept our foibles? And that's actually you know if you like that's almost like a definition of love or or or, um, or friendship is accepting okay. each other's um, humanness. Nice one. So to be able to accept the geese for being the geese. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because sometimes we can have this we can have this belief in our head when we're having a difficulty with our with our kids mm. or our partner or our friends, mm. in laws, um, that when that stuff is happening, we're looking at them thinking, "What's wrong with you? And why can't you be different? And why can't you have a different personality? And why can't you <laughs> have my? We want it to be perfect, don't it, we? Yeah, yeah. Very nice. And we have this. And when as soon as we're thinking we want them to be perfect, yes. We've got to look back because embedded in that is the the belief, the fantasy, that we ourselves are perfect. Well, they're probably looking at us too going, why aren't you perfect? Why aren't you doing this? Touche. Absolutely. And if we can sort of catch our thinking out at those times Mm. and pull ourselves back and and do that really nice sort of um, uh, awareness of – you know that we're all, you know, we're all bozos on the same bus here. (laughs) You know, and it'd be nice to true. Yeah, and um, and you know, that means, and that's, and again, you know, I don't think that's a stingy view of of humanity that Mm. I have. I think that's a that's a a, you know a realistic sort of optimistic view of, you know, um, in spite of our humanness, there's some wonderful things that we can do and some fabulous relationships we can have so long as we we you know lower that bar and recalibrate Mm. it Mm. and not have it up so high that everybody's we're all going to fail. Yep. Now, talking about perfect uh, perfection and so on, do you think that sometimes we have this unrealistic expectation that we go into a, a big Christmas family gathering or a big birthday celebration or, or even a wedding or something like that and we think everyone's going to be perfect? You know, we have our differences, but because it's a special occasion, everyone's going to turn it on, it's going to be perfect. Um, do you think that we sometimes fall into that trap? Because it's not always going to be real, is it? No, absolutely. And see, because when we, whether we have the Christmas period or we've got a mm. wedding coming up or a graduation ceremony or even a new start of a school year, a new year, sure. yep. that sort of stuff, bring with it, you know, that excitement or that period of the year, either the media tells us or the church tells us or our friends or family tell us that this is, you know, the pinnacle of a, of a family experience or a cultural experience. Mm. And, and mm. with all of that, that excitement and the, our brain is making all of this dopamine and we're getting all this pleasure mm. and expectation mm. out mm. of everything – that, that, that sort of has this snowball effect of everything's going to be perfect, everything's going to be great, everything's going to be warm and fuzzy. Yes. And the reality of those unrealistic, unrealistic expectations yep. um, and, and, you know, I'm going to please everybody, everybody's going to please me is really crazy making, you know, mm. and how can we mm. just call ourselves on that? Mm. Um, you know, notice it for, you know, a really nice fanciful thought. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that is too high and too unreasonable um, of, a, of a belief system. And how do yeah, we just sure. dial that back a notch or two and say, if this goes, you know, this is a great, oppor- 
a great function, a great opportunity for connection. However, going slowly, keeping away from these expectations, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes keeping away from, you know, indulging too much in things mm-hmm. that might uh, mm-hmm. take us off the track and, and just go gentle, be gentle sure. on ourselves, sure. gentle on other people and, um, and just chip away at, at reconnecting mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, you know, being curious about where other people are and being interested in them and trying to be good conversationalists can, can go part of the way um, of softly getting back into that space. That's fine. So being really gentle. Towards other people, yeah? Yeah, absolutely, because the opposite of being gentle is having these rigid expectations. Yep. yep. And that's going to leave everybody disappointed. Sure. Because uh, people are not going to, you know, nobody can live up to those mm, mm. Uh, sort of exemplary, visionary sorts of expectations. Mm, mm. So, okay. um, yeah. So then when we go into, um, when we just spoke about, again, the unrealistic expectation that because it's a nice event, everybody needs to be perfect. Mm. Do you think when we have that expectation that's going to be perfect, when everyone's just being human, Yep. And the um, disagreements happen. And yep. you know, if something that would normally upset us just a little bit, mm-hmm. if we come with the expectations going to be perfect, if those usual things happen that normally just upset us a little bit, would that be amplified even more because we think this would be perfect? Someone did this little thing, but now it's a huge matter because I'm expecting everything to be perfect. Does that happen? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that sort of the intensity of the event. You know, because yep. everything, um, it's like, you know, when you go to a wedding, what do you do? You usually wear your best clothes. Yes. You go to a graduation ceremony. Everybody's taking photographs of everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like the best of this and the recording of that yep. and Christmas or a birthday. You know, the present and the extra ribbons and the, you know, every you know peace, love, joy, all of that. Mm, mm. There's all this intensity in the context. Mm-hmm. There's all this intensity um, in the culture that um, of, of the way that things are going to be. So, mm. yes, when things... You know, when the food isn't great or we don't have enough cutlery or, um, um, you know, the person, somebody doesn't turn up with, you know, what they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, for some people, if they have these rigid expectations of these these musts, well, then from that level which has been set to what it is that it happened, there's a big gap. Yes, yes. So if you can sort of dial that back a couple of notches to get that bar a little lower and the reminder about, our humanness, well, then all of a sudden we're closing that gap and we're saying, you know what, it's good that we're all hanging out together. It's good that we're making a bit of an effort. Exactly. But it will be what it will be exactly. and not have these these expectations uh, because otherwise the conflict, you know, that that level of expectation and anxiety means mm. a conflict can be like a – it can be like a powder keg. One spark and, man, it's all over and uh, we That's don't need right. that. Yeah, and perspective, as you're saying. So, you know, if someone forgets the, the bread rolls on some – mega event, like it's some big special barbecue for some reason. Yep. Maybe it is Christmas and someone forgets the bread rolls and you know, it might be the end of the world now because the whole barbecue is ruined because bread rolls, bread rolls weren't there. Yep. But if it was just two families catching up for dinner and somebody forgot the bread rolls, well, it's no big deal then really, is it? Because there's so much other food. So sometimes it's about let's check our reality. Absolutely. Let's gain some perspective. Yes, it's a special day today. Yes, it's a special moment. But are we still connecting with people? Are we still yeah. having a good time? Are we still eating? Um, bread rolls don't necessarily mean the end of the world. 
Absolutely. There's so many other positives to still engage with right now. And yeah. again, noticing that, yeah, if it was a different day, this wouldn't actually mean so much. So maybe it doesn't have to today as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's that old piece about, you know, even even the relatives who come over for a barbie. Mm. Um, and actually for our North American listeners, we I might do a little translation here. That's true. You know, and rather than, you know, rather than, you know, putting a few shrimp on the barbie, we call it, <laughs> it'd be called a cookout, you know. <laughs> They're coming over for a cookout and they've forgotten to bring some stuff or we didn't bring some stuff that we, you know, we didn't have some stuff that we thought we were going to. Yep. It's about glasses half empty and it's half full. Sure, this stuff didn't work, okay. but there's some stuff that is working. Okay. They've come, we're together, the weather is good enough, mm. we're going to be spending a time. And how do we be grateful? How do we bring our attention to those pieces where we can say, I'm grateful that these things are in place, yeah. yep. half full, not the stuff that didn't really work out or they didn't spend enough on a present or whatever it might be, which is the half-end empty glass. Excellent. It's like that's the way the glass is. What do we want to focus on? That's mm, where mm. our attention will, will go. And let's count our blessings here and not, you know, think it's orchestrated like a, you know, a blockbuster movie where everything is, yep. is perfect. Yep. Life is not a movie, you know. Nice Life one. is, yeah. And you, I think, I think it was you who taught me that saying about where your attention goes, your energy flows. And I know we spoke about this in a previous podcast too. Yes. So when the things go wrong, again, remember that you are in control of where your attention goes. Isn't that and cool though? There's so many more positive things to focus on right now instead of the missing bread rolls. There's so many other things you can focus on. Yeah. Um, and in terms of that, actually, where your attention goes, your energy flows. Now, John, sometimes we have relationships with people who we connect with once or twice a year only yep. like christmas and, and birthdays and that type of thing and then we have people who we are in relationship for a very long period of time and we see a lot more often of and and when things aren't going well maybe for the the relationships with people that who are with a lot of the time maybe we deal with them differently it's more about having those proactive conversations and that type of thing but when we're when we have the geese in the family, hmm. um, the people who we really struggle with sometimes, and if we're only seeing them a couple of times a year, yep. would you still have that big conversation? Or is it more about how can I accept what's going on and how can I show up better myself so that I can still focus on what I need to and still make this a good time? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's, it's interesting. I know that you usually like to finish uh, uh, the podcast with, you know, something for you to do this week. Yes, yes. Um, and and so I said, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but something that I was encouraging um, uh, some people with recently in a, mm-hmm. in a family consultation, you know, they were, they were having this difficulty about extended family getting together and people, you know, that there was some volatility and some conflict going on. And we were sort of brainstorming about how we can get through this, you know, special event this season without it all sort of blowing up and fracturing and it becoming really toxic for the rest of their lives okay. or, until yep. the next event. And, you know, a couple of things we ended up brainstorming, and so this is sort of jumping ahead a bit in a, in a way, okay. um, is about rather than waiting till, you know, Christmas Day or right mm-hmm. up around the Christmas period itself or the event, it might be a wedding or whatever, mm-hmm. how can you maybe um, think about how, do I, how am I going to turn up that day sure. and moderate what I'm drinking, moderate um, how my expectations, mm-hmm. but also instead of sitting in the middle of everybody, how do I maybe put myself to a side a little bit and knowing that will be there will be one or two people who are, if you like, safe people to sit with. Yes, yes, yes. Safe yes. people to hang out with or yes. safe topics to talk about. And, <laughs> yeah, that's okay, important. You, you've yes. got that idea. Yes. Um, so if you've got, if you can turn up prepared mm. with a way of responding rather than just reacting, because if we react, um, well, then we're just making stuff up as we're going along oh, and it's yeah. usually stress-related and, and mm. fear-involved and that fight-or-flight response. But if mm. you start off with, okay, I'm going to sit with, you know, Mary and, you know, Mary and, um, 
and Joe because yeah, I know pick, they're actually a good pick. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and um, and they're, they're good to uh, sit with uh, because they're easy to talk with. Mm-hmm. They're really not provocative, and I can be there and amongst the family talking about you know the kids or whatever else, and the afternoon will go really probably go along swimmingly. Whereas nice. if I sit with you know um, you know Debbie and you know, Debbie and Tom or whatever, that they usually talk politics or they talk religion mm. or they talk about mm. stuff that at a time like that, that's not the, you know, it's not a time to to push a whole range of views or even share your own yep. because it's just, it's, it's that powder, you know, it's that the powder keg sort of idea. Sure. So that was one of the things that um, we'd thought about. Um, and the other one is about maybe not even going to a certain event or, or okay. Okay. but actually... So, making contact and saying, hey, in this season, I'm not going to be able to see you around the Christmas or around the wedding or around the whatever. Hey, can we catch up a week or two before? Sure, or can we sure. catch up a week or two after, sure. after the holiday season? And it might be at a neutral time, at a neutral place. Like, okay. hey, okay. there's this cafe down the road. Can we meet for a coffee sometime? And so it it, it takes off the intensity of that season mm, and you can mm. just reconnect. And it might be, the, you know, once, a six, once every six months or every year, but talk about, other stuff more broadly without it getting cold and prickly. Nice one. So you're still showing them how important that relationship is. Yes. You're still showing them that you really want to connect and you really do want to catch up. Absolutely. And how about we do this at a different time away yep. from that pressure and, and, and the angst that can happen in this other big event. Yeah, so you're sort of cool. honouring the relationship in the event but mm. just in a different way in a, at a different time um, to sort of – you know, if you like, uh, we'd call it mitigating risk. You know, it's, it's yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. decreasing the chance of it coming off the rails. Sure. Um, so, and, es- and especially if you are generating that invitation yep. or that idea, well, then you're, you're taking, hopefully it won't be seen as you're taking control, but you're taking the initiative and you're actually saying, this is really important. Mm-hmm. How about we do it this way? Nice one. Thank you. So, so to try to catch up at a different time, to celebrate that event still, but at yes. a different time, or to really work on how you show up. So yep. how can I okay, so let as you're as you're getting yourself ready to get to the event, create a, a realistic image in your mind of what to expect. This person's gonna want to talk about this, this person's gonna act this way, this person's gonna be really friendly and bubbly, and I can get a lot of good energy from them. So maybe I'll spend time with them and, and I'll I'll connect, I'll say hi to these people. And if they start talking about the stuff that I don't like, I can nod and smile and let it brush over me and don't engage and then go talk to somebody Perfect. else afterwards. It so, sounds like you might have some experience in this space, Dave. Oh, never. I think maybe I'm the goose and everyone else has taught me <laughs> by the way they interact with me. But um, oh, we all do, don't we? we yeah, we absolutely do. do. And, um, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes I work with younger uh, folk who mm. talk about um, that their parents or extended family will say, well, you know, you're getting close to finishing high school or you're getting close to finishing university yeah. and, you know, what are you going to do now? And these these young people have got like no idea what they're going to study or True. where their job might True. be or, or with, uh, you know, like with people in their, in their 20s, you know, early, mid, even mid-20s and their family will be saying, well, you know, don't you think it's about time you found a partner and settled down and, yeah. you know, guys and girls your age have got yep. partners and boyfriends, yep. girlfriends or whatever and yep. don't you think it's about – and there's a lot of pressure there and they feel pressured, embarrassed. Mm. Um, they mm. feel like, you know, that people – don't care about them that much as yep. you know but it's about who they should be and and that sort of stuff and it's in those situations too Dave that I encourage people to have a a response again rather than reacting to that sure. sort of rolling the eyes or telling them to be quiet or moving away or and and, and a response might be using a sense of humor or yes. a response yes, might perfect. be yep. um you know uh, batting it back in a way of just asking more questions so oh really you know when you say that you know, at 25, I should be finding a partner or settling down. Tell me where that comes from or, you know, and it's almost like 
you know, dis, you know, um, diffusing it a little bit or yes. disarming the person. Yes. I like that. That's, that's what I try to do. I try to turn it into a bit of a bit of humour. Yeah, and, absolutely. Lightheartedness out of it, and then yeah. quickly change the conversation. Yeah, there or you turn go. it back on them in some way. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, when you're prepared, mm. um, with knowing that you know, Uncle, you know, I was going to say Uncle Mary. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tom or Uncle whomever yep. might be there and um, we'll leave that for another podcast. <laughs> okay. And, um, you know, and you know that they always say this certain mm, thing. Mm. Well, then, you know, having have a, a prepared response, being intentional about how yep. you want to interact says how you want this relationship with that person yep. to be. And maybe if you are that Uncle Tom or Aunt Mary, even being aware of what conversations am I going to bring? What questions am I going to ask? Absolutely. How can I ask safer questions? How can I ask questions that will try to build up my family, my friends, and, and, and that type of thing? Instead of putting that, maybe we actually don't realize that we're putting the pressure on other people until we stop and think about it. So, um, you know, how can I be the person, maybe instead of talking about myself all the time, ask lots of safe questions about other people and show a lot of interest and, 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 and make them know that whatever questions I'm asking, there's no pressure, there's no judgment attached to it. It's just purely out of interest's sake. That's a good, look, that is an absolute great point because, you know, we've seen from the feedback there are a lot of mums and dads, mm, aunties and mm-hmm, uncles mm-hmm. and cousins and grandparents and, uh, you know, that's the great thing about the, the people who are listening to these podcasts and, you know, so you might be one of those people who yeah. are maybe not being helpful and, you know, you don't have a, you know, even though you think you might have a right to ask and say whatever it is that you want mm. and that you don't need to be you know, censored in any way, mm. you've got to think to yourself what's going to be in the best interest of this relationship and what's going to be mo- most helpful for this young person. Nice and, one. and really nice one. that one, it's not like, oh, well, I'm your, you know, I'm your father and I've got a right. Uh, you know, I'm not sure whether you do have the right because, you know, you, what you do is you have a responsibility. You yeah. have a responsibility to maintain relationships and, yep. and to contribute to people feeling comfortable. And so awesome. I think that's a really uh, great point that you've made, Dave, uh, as a way for people to check themselves along the way. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So uh, as a quick way to sum up our challenge for today then, John. Yes. Um, th- there was a long challenge we gave just there. It was a big one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there were a couple of things there. So in one or two sentences, John, what would be the challenge for this week in terms of thinking about – and okay, for our listeners, maybe um, you're at home, maybe you don't have a big event this year. But I was like, sorry, this week, sorry, maybe you haven't got a big event this week, but maybe you are catching up with some people this week, with some people who don't often see, and, and they might be a little bit difficult to get along with sometimes. Um, so, you know, maybe this could be helpful as well for this week. So, John, in one or two quick sentences, what yep. could be the challenge for this uh, week? I think the challenge would be is to prepare a list of the important people uh, mm-hmm. in your life, the five or ten people, mm-hmm. um, or if it's the event coming up, who might be there. So that's yep. the first thing is to be aware of the okay. uh, what's coming up. Second is to think about um, who um, are warm, you know, who are the people who are, you know, I get the warm and fuzzies from. Yep. That's great. You don't need to think about them. The cold prickly ones, <laughs> they're the ones you need okay. to think, what might I need to do to get yes. ahead of the curve here? So yes. what do I need to prepare in terms of a funny response or, mm-hmm. or how to diffuse something mm-hmm. or how to bat that back in a way which is respectful? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, can, can I send them a card at this time to sort of preempt something and nice. tell them that you've been thinking about them or the event coming up and you're looking forward to it? Um, so you're establishing a bit of a, a platform there for when you engage, how can you respond in a way, I'm going for a period of time to this event um, it's sort of time limited and uh, therefore it sort of preserves and insulates you a little bit from all of that heaviness of an extended sure. extended event. Sure. So prepare yourself, think ahead so that you can show up really well. And and if you need to, then organise another time to catch up with someone yep. to avoid that big event that could be a little bit too prickly. Absolutely. And keep deep 
You keep that deep breathing and that mindfulness going on so you can stay relaxed and chilled. Excellent. Be a, resp- a response, not a reaction. Perfect. Excellent. John, thank you again pleasure. for joining us again. today. It is always a pleasure having you. I know that I learned a lot by having you on here. So, John, thank you very much. And we absolutely look forward to having you with us, John, again next time. So, thank you. Thanks very much. And uh, for everyone at home, thank you again for joining us on the Do Life Better podcast. We're so glad that you joined us again today. And please do share this out with some of your friends and your family. And uh, hit subscribe, give us a rating and a review. And we're so very grateful that you join us again for another episode of the Do Life Better podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks again for listening to the Do Life Better podcast. You can find all the show notes on our website at www.projecthatch.com.au forward slash Do Life Better podcast. You can connect with us on Facebook at Project Hatch and on Instagram at Project underscore Hatch. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating and a comment on iTunes to help this podcast reach more listeners just like you. Now it's time to get out there and do life even better.